He called you a cowboy. What did he mean? What are you? Just a humble bounty hunter, man. What's he talking about? He wrote a whole book on the deep mysteries of Eva. Sure, it'll be pretty entertaining to see the look on her face when I welcome her to my otaku sanctuary. Underpants, thank you, please. What are you doing? Warning, warning, warning! This is not a lingerie store either! I mustn't run away. I mustn't run away. It's just as I thought. Humans are so interesting. Okay, everybody, it's Hermit Bob's Anime Podcast, episode 155. I'm Shannon. I'm Carrie. And I'm Steve. And we're bringing you all things anime. That's what we mm, do. Mostly. Well, mostly. Some mostly. things. Mm-hmm. All things. Wait, there was minimal an- There was minimal live action news this time. I know, because you ramped up the smutty side. <laughs> Smut's Well, fun. that's to come. <laughs> You're going to ramp fun. up the smutty side on this uh, podcast, aren't you, Carrie? i got to make up for the live action somehow. <sighs> Wow. You, Can you, you let me know when you combine the two? <laughs> Muddy live action. Here we go. Ew. I think mm. it's it's in the future there. No, a live action hentai. No. <laughs> we also have a review of Ars Nova or Arpeggio of Blue Steel. <laughs> okay, Italy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Apigio. <laughs> How do you like that? Apigio. <laughs> Alright, hang on a second. We'll be right back. Lady Carrie, bring us the anime news that we may have missed in the past three weeks. Alright. Universal Studios Japan may be getting an Evangelion 4D attraction. What's a 4D attraction? It's where, it's like the that Spider-Man motion control, motion control and 3D the screen and oh, kind of like sh- the Star Wars. And then they shoot a little water in your face yeah. and slap you with a, a you know, yeah. rubber glove or something. And Ava, I don't want to know what they're going to splash me with. <laughs> blood. Fake blood. But I, that's the best I can hope for, is fake blood. Or that little liquid stuff that the Yeah, I don't want to be in that. The, yeah, to. ew, gross. The um, pod core fluid. Fluid, yeah, I don't want to yeah. be in, no. <laughs> plug fluid. That's plug yeah. fluid, that's yeah. it. But either way, that would be pretty cool. Wish we'd get one here. <laughs> we'll never get one here. <laughs> we'll never get one here, Go but it Japan. would be awesome. Um... Cow- the, the proposed Cowboy Bebop live-action movie? Mm-hmm. Most likely not going to happen. Shinichiro Watanabe gave an update about the live-action Cowboy Bebop at MCM London not back in October. Yeah. He said, here's a quote, I'm afraid I don't know what they're thinking in Hollywood. Apparently the project <laughs> yeah, has come to a stop, but I don't know how it's going to progress from here on. I hear there are a lot of Hollywood problems. He also said he has no interest in a Cowboy Bebop sequel unless he thought he could do better than the last time. And Keanu Reeves, who was supposed to be heavily yeah, tied, he was, was supposed to be playing thinking. Spike, 
he's pretty much says he have no friggin' idea what the heck's going on. I'm glad it's not happening. Me too. I love Cowboy Bebop, but I don't. And I don't want. I don't want. I don't want. No. I think he, he could. He could pull he it off okay. action wise, but as long as he's he never keeps his dialogue to a bare minimum, he's never going to have no. Hair. Nobody has that hair. No. No. But yeah, like what you said. The thing about Cowboy Bebop is the character development, and I don't see Keanu Reeves winning an he, Oscar. He for basically being a, has like one, like one character. He has Ted, and Ted in various incarnations. Yeah. And Bram Stoker's Dracula. He was Victorian Ted in England. Whoa. Whoa. And no, that was uh, Ted in Matrix. Matrix. And Ted, wow. yeah, that was Ted. Had Ted in the Matrix. So in pretty speed, much, he's like Ted whoa, on a bus. I'm on a bus. Yeah, see, he's just Ted. Oh, go fast. And they're working on that sequel to Bill and Ted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they just got a Dumb and Dumber 2. God. So, there's hope for the Cowboy Bebop movie. <laughs> sure. I just say make it like a Japanese one. Yeah, don't mess with it. Don't mess don't, with don't it. Don't do a Hollywood. No, don't do a Hollywood. All right. Because that Kinshin movie was fantastic. I still need to see this, the the new one, <laughs> the newer one. But all right, and at Giovanni's Island that I talked about in the last podcast won a children's jury award and adult jury prize at the in the animated category of the thirty first annual Chicago International Children's Film Festival. Fun, mm-hmm. good. So I thought that was just cool. And apparently, there's going to be a new Pikachu balloon and the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. That's still around. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's we still going strong. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, we the just twelfth movie. Yeah, the little. Yeah. Unicorn thing. Yeah. Oh, Poke Pony. Poke Pony. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a new Pikachu balloon that's going to be in the Macy's parade. Nice. What is this one doing? I think he's holding a Christmas tree or something. Yeah. It's Pikachu being adorable. That's all there is to it. <laughs> 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 uh, what more do I need, right? Yeah. It's Pikachu being Pikachu. Funimation. And Keanu Reeves being Named Keanu Ted. Reeves, a.k.a. Ted. I gotcha. don't think he was really acting in that movie at all. I think that's just him. That's just him. Mm-hmm. All right. And Funimation announced the dub cast for Laughing Under the Clouds. You can go online and find that. I'm not going to list everybody who's in it. Okay. It's usual suspects. Okay. Um... Sentai announced the dub cast for The Ambition of Oba Oda Nobuna. It comes out on DVD and Blu-ray December 16th. It's like the gender swap history, so if you've ever played any of the Warring States stuff, or not Warring States, but any of the Sengoku Jedi stuff, like mm-hmm. with Nobu, with Oba Nobunaga and, and them. And Cow Cow. And Cow Cow, yeah. <laughs> no, no, Cow Cow's Dynasty Warriors. Oh, Different. Okay. This is Samurai Warriors. Ah, all right. Anyway, they've made all of your main characters female. Yeah. So Nobunaga is a female. Yeah, no, that's it's just, just weird. Yeah. I so like the Ghostbusters. Yes. <laughs> Rumored Ghostbusters. Rumored Ghostbusters. Yes. Just, just not right. No. Leave, leave them guys. They're so much cuter as guys. The Ghostbusters are cuter. Not Ghostbusters. <laughs> not Ghostbusters. I'm talking about. Samurai warrior peoples. Ah, no. <laughs> I was back in video game land. All right. Because I like it there. All right. And Cinelicious Pig has restored and re- and is Isn't releasing. Is that a Fergie song? 
That's Ooh. Fergalicious. Sinalicious, oh. Fergalicious. Yeah. It's easy to confuse. Mm. Yeah. Is restoring and releasing Belladonna of Sadness. It's a 1973 experimental film by Aichi Mat- Yamamoto. It's never been released. It's seriously experimental. Experimenting on something. It's never been released in the U.S. Yeah, don't watch this one with the parents. Yeah, don't watch this with the parents and don't watch it with the kids. Yeah. In fact, don't watch it with anybody. Watch it alone by yourself (laughs) in a dark room. It's it's strange. Yeah. It's a story about Jean after she has been assaulted by her local landlord on her wedding night, Ella Prima Nocta. And she makes a deal with the devil who transforms her into a black-robed manifestation of madness and desire. The film was produced by Osama Tetsuka. Yeah, I I, I got that. Oh, the trailer. (laughs) Yeah. Aichi Yamamoto was a scriptwriter for Starblazer and Astro Boy. Mm Mm-hmm. So I actually looked up a little bit more information about this one, because this was just plain weird. Because you like the weird, geeky stuff. This was just, this was <laughs> so weird and so dark. I don't even know if I want to come near this thing. Yeah. You um, might get a disease just yeah, picking it up. Seriously. All right. Belladonna of Sadness is based on a nonfiction book from 1862 by Jules Michelet on Satanism and witchcraft. That should tell you right there. A non-fiction book. Non-fiction book. Remember, this is 1682. I guess demons and, and devils were alive uh-huh. and well back then, huh? Yeah. It's the third film in the Animarama trilogy and the only one not directed by Osama Setsuka. Um, it's very, very adult-themed series. It's got a weird mix of experimental art styles with traditional animation and, like, the stills where they pan the kind of stuff that i tend to call like that i tend to call really cheap when i'm watching it in a movie mm-hmm. there are three films obviously it's a trilogy a thousand and one arabian nights which came out in 69 cleopatra which came out in 70 and belladonna of sadness which came out in 73 the other two are supposed to be much more lighthearted, and i certainly hope so <laughs> well, <laughs> do we can- Anything's gotta be. Do we have all three coming, or just that last? Um, as far as I know, just Belladonna, because that was the one that was picked up by Cinelicious and restored from the original 35 millimeter film. Because its thing's been buried under God knows what for so long. Yeah, it's probably scares me. It's probably under some shag carpet and gotta be flat in London for years and years. Scary and weird. Anyway, I just thought I'd let y'all know about the weirdness that will be coming at some point in time. Sentai has licensed Shirobaku, Celestial Method, and Girl and Black or Wolf Girl and Black Prince. Shirobaku follows five girls as they succeed as they try to succeed in the anime industry as voice actors and artists and whatnot. Wasn't there something else like that? There's some other series I remember, but I can't remember what the name it was. It was. The, it was a one male artist, and he had like yeah. four female assistants or something. Yeah. Yeah, Celestial Method is one winter day. A few girls are wishing for a miracle and find the landscape of their town is changing. Wolf Girl mm-hmm. and Black Prince follows Erica Shinohara, sixteen-year-old girl who lies about having a boyfriend, makes a deal with a boy. To play her boyfriend, and he's apparently a complete ass. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was like where she was like during the day, like a she hawk, and then at night, lady hawk, and then nice. at night he was a wolf or something. 
think that, that would sounds be more better. entertaining, yeah. actually. What was it? Like Nighthawk or something? Yeah, Lady Hawk. Lady Hawk. Lady Hawk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Funimation is adding Ping Pong, Tokyo Ravens, and Pukimas. Ping Pong is an 11-episode series about high school boys who are friends but have to deal with each other at table tennis tournaments. Okay. Uh, Tokyo Ravens is a supernatural fantasy. And Pukimus is like a two-minute series of shorts. That should even hold your attention for two like minutes. Italia. Italia is at least a little longer than four. that. Four. It's four minutes. Including opening and closing eight, credits. Eight <laughs> minutes with opening and closing credits at most. <laughs> All right. And Orange County, California will be getting a Hello Kitty Cafe next year. Oh, nice. There's already a Hello Kitty food truck in the area where you can get donuts that look like Hello Kitty with a bow. Insanely adorable Hello Kitty food. I I was scared you were going to say they're going to serve cat. Ew. (laughs) Change the meaning of Hello Kitty. Ew. (laughs) Stop it. So they're getting... Who's got the food truck? Um, It's Sanrio. It's still... It's in Orange County, California. So they get a food truck and they're getting a well, cafe? Well, the food cup truck is... That's a little hog and all, this, all the food there. Well, for right now, because the cafe doesn't open until next year. Ah. So they can have the food truck running around now, getting everybody all thinking about it. And then when they open, they'll probably move the food trucks to some other place in L.A. Gotcha. I would assume. Mm-hmm. Sounds like... I don't know. I wish we'd get a Hello Kitty food truck. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I, I, I don't even have anything to say about that. I can't can't outdo that. <laughs> All right. And it seems to be a trend where they're taking anime and manga and making them into musical stage adaptations. They've done it with Sailor Moon, Death Note. The latest is Alice in the Country of Hearts, based on the manga. Okay. It's going to be another musical. A musical? Well, why doesn't everything have song? I don't we should just know. break into song on the podcast. No. We should make no, a musical shouldn't. podcast. No. No, we shouldn't. No. I'll start writing the, the music. No. Let's not. For our musical episode. No. This is not Buffy. No. Yeah, we're going to have a musical episode. No, no. On, on with the news. news All right. I'll have to think up your news lady jingle. Uh-huh. All right. It's no giant secret that Man U is not loved in this household. Man U being Manchester United, if you happen to be any kind of English Premier League fan. But uh, Kill Bill animator Nakazawa has created a commercial for Man U United and Couple Noodles. I know. It'll be pretty much shown in Asia yeah. and India. And lastly, I don't, if you didn't say it was Man U, you really couldn't tell. It was just soccer players were wearing a red. See, I could identify the jersey like that and the characters because I hate them all. The players, and yeah. I hate them. So. Well, if you recognize the actual players. You know. Yeah. There's Van Persie and Rooney. or the top two offenders. So. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, I'm kind of glad I won't She knows her enemies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes, know your enemies. Mm-hmm. Either way, I won't have to be accosted by Man U Couple Noodles, so I'm happy. <laughs> Man U Couple Noodles. 
I just thought it was because hilarious. I'm sure soccer players are eating cup of noodles all <laughs> yeah. the time. The most healthy thing for a soccer player <laughs> is a cup of noodles. You know, they're eating tons of cup of noodles. Not a strict regimen of you know health protein. Food. Okay, that's what the people who are watching the games are eating if they're not eating curry. Ah, uh, they should have like video games. Like a World of Warcraft couple of noodles. That would have been awesome. See, that that's would have been right in, you know? perfect because that's what we're eating while we're playing the game. Uh, that's perfect. Uh, Assassin's Creed cup of noodles. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Super a couple Mario. Of noodles. <laughs> it's got Zelda. little daggers in it. Yeah. <laughs> Zelda cup of noodles. Zelda cup of noodles. <laughs> Triforce noodles. I think they have mac and cheese. Like they that. do yeah. have mac and cheese. <laughs> you can get mac and cheese anything. Pretty much. <laughs> All right, Vertical has announced it has acquired the digital rights to Otama, Osama Tetsuka's complete catalog. The first to be released will be Apollo Song and Blackjack. Two or three will be added every couple of weeks. It'll be available on Apple iBook Store, Kindle, and Nook. I'd like to own a complete catalog well, of you, something. You will be able to. The IKEA catalog's coming next week. Excellent. I'll be able to have that. I already got my NHL catalog. He <laughs> <laughs> looked away. You can't even look at me right now. No, no. Just moving just on. A catalog of what? You just said you want to know one complete <laughs> catalog. You want a complete catalog. You didn't say a what. All right. On to the next one. All right. More theaters have been added to screenings of Princess Kaguya. There are currently 29 showing them. In the U.S. and future showings going through December 19th. On to other news. Japanese publisher PIE International will be releasing an underground art book on Japanese erotic art. It includes... You're all about the smut this (laughs) No, this will make sense. Can we get to the live action smut? (laughs) This will make sense in a minute. Okay. It includes art by Yoshitaka Amano. Alright. Final Fantasy and Vampire Hunter D. That's my main reason for having brought this up. You just dug up all the snot, the 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 smut. I know you, and you like your smut. I like smut, but I'm just not used to hearing you <laughs> <laughs> parade it out through the news. Amano-san, Amano-san. Look at the time. I, you guys want to be left alone for your smut? No, that's okay. <laughs> um, the book's 320 pages long and will cost about $55 U.S. Ouch. It's one of those big, like, coffee table books. They yeah. cover... Just um, the thing they have out on the coffee table when your mom stuffs by. Yeah, pretty much. Well, they have got they cover Lolita, um, oh, pretty much worse. everything. <laughs> and just general figures. So pretty much covers everything in the... Everything in the smut category. Yes, everything in the anime smut category. Sentai will be offering an upgrade to dub for those who purchase the subtitles only of Dog and Scissors and Maid Sama. Right Stuff has the forms to fill out, and you send in the form plus your DVD covers and the upgrade payment, and yet they have to be in the mail by June 30th of next year. Okay. It's only open to U.S. and Canadian residents. Well, that's a weird little promotion, Mm -hmm. isn't it? It's because if you bought it subtitled, but you would like to own the dub as well. Yeah. Because Sentai tends to release subtitled first, and then maybe if you're lucky, you get a dub. Mm-hmm. So I could see where if I could pay like mm. ten bucks, you know, five bucks more, I get a new DVD where I get both. Oh yeah, yeah. I might be able to get behind that. 
So I'm cool with that. Yeah, my question would be how a how much. I didn't. And would it be for per disc or per whole collection? I think it's per the whole collection, but I'm not hundred percent sure on that one. You have to go on rightstuffs.com to actually look at the. And which two titles were those? Uh, Dog and Scissors, and Maid Sama. All right. They were released earlier this year. Well, that's kind of nice. That way they're so, not punishing their early adopters for... Yeah. Oh, here, you just... You went out and rushed out and paid us. Now we've come out with this special elite box set that has, yeah. you know, 300 extra features for it. Mm-hmm. hate it when they did you that. You gotta buy that one, too. All right. And kind of going back on the whole Oda Nobunaga thing, Samurai Warrior Sengoku Mosuo will be getting an anime series in January. Based on the game franchise, centers around the Toyotomi versus Tokugawa. He's not going to be a girl, though. No, these are the characters from the video game. All right. So Kunoichi and the other female characters, the only females in it. Everybody else, you know, Ies and Tokugawa, Yukimura, Sonata, everybody is who they are. Gotcha. Which is weird because I actually didn't really like that game as much as I liked regular Dynasty Warriors. Oh yeah, it wasn't as fun. The, the oh. gameplay was just not as fun. It's like, I don't want missions. I just want to run around and kill like 500,000 people in a battle. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I don't want plot. Just let me kill things. And I have their upcoming enemy. Alright. Okay. Alright, November 18th, Kiki's Delivery Service, Princess Mononoke, and The Wind Rises. Those are all Studio Ghibli. And Death Note Complete will be coming out. No, those aren't new. No, but they're releasing. Um, the 25th, Amigami SS Complete. And December tw- December 2nd, sorry, Devil Man the TV Series Complete, which has been out of print for God knows how long. I uh, know, I may have to pick it up for uh, for Christmas. That would be pretty awesome, actually. Devil Man Christmas? Devil Man TV. That'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> and... Something I started watching on Hulu, but you, like, cringed away from, was Diabolic Lovers Complete. Yeah, I didn't enjoy the Diabolic Lots of little lovers. vampire boys tormenting one little human girl. Yeah, it was just... Mm. It was just... Dirty. Sounded much better than it was. I didn't mind. Yeah, it wasn't that good. Sorry. Hot little vampire boys? I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hang on a second. We'll be right back with uh, our review of... Uh, our arpeggio of blue steel. All right, everybody, we reviewed Ars Nova or Arpeggio of blue steel. I think that's how you say that. Yeah, yeah that's I think that's how you spell it. Steel. It's a musical thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Italian. All right. I think you played in... I did. I played clarinet, yes. Um, but uh, it's been yeah, a long... Yeah, I used to make fun of you band geeks. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> At least I played something cool. Yeah. Just wait. That band <laughs> geek knowledge will come in handy during the musical podcast, all right? Oh, God. Whatever. Any, anyway, Arpeggio of Blue Steel... <laughs> Uh, I think you just like saying that. Yeah. The plot for this is, due to global warming and rising sea levels in early 21st century, a large portion of the Earth's land mass has been lost. In 2039, fleets of powerful sentient warships 
armed with advanced technology, uh, mysteriously appear and decimate the world's navy forces. These ships are collectively called the Fog, or Fleet of Fog. Uh, they impose a global blockade, keeping people from going anywhere in the ocean and mostly between countries mm -hmm. and everything. And they even knock down some of the communication satellites, too. Pretty mm -hmm. much, yeah. They, so they pretty much cut everybody off from each other. Everybody's pretty everybody. well isolated. All right, during this time, the ships create these mental models. Um, they're kind of a humanoid avatar for the ship's core, designed to help them understand humanity and tactics and kind of better integrate and destroy the entire human race, I guess. Um, then in 2056, uh, Ganzo Chihaga is the captain of a small group of privateers called Blue Steel. Blue Steel is infamous for possessing a fog submarine, the I-401, and its human interface, Iona. And they are pretty much humanity's only hope for defeating the fog. Yeah. So that's your, that's your plot right there. Um, Carrie, mm -hmm. we'll start with you. What did you think of it? I thought the little human interfaces were very cute. Um, it's really bad all I can say. I, it's, I don't... Un there was a whole lot of what the hell's the fog? What are they doing here? What's going on? It, it just steamed the giant WTF. Alright, Steve. <laughs> well, I thought the first episode... I mean, I you, love the combat scenes. I thought the combat yeah. scenes were great. I got... The first episode, I got a real serious Captain Harlock feeling. Yeah. As they were ripping off Captain Harlock. Mm -hmm. But as... A, because he's, you get the point that Iowa is the ship, is the mm -hmm. submarine, and he's the captain, and he's, he's this cool, suave captain, you know. Yeah. He always got the master plan to get out of it. And that's what the first episode, and if you get past that, it does turn into a more of a sci-fi, I guess you could say, battle, submarine, naval battle stuff. And I kind of like the, the battles in the navies and stuff. But yeah, I kind of would like to have... Well, I only saw up to about episode 5. Maybe later on it does kind of answer those questions of what exactly is the fog, where they come from, mm -hmm. and everything else. To me, I think this is probably the worst anime I've seen all year. It was just <laughs> horrendous. You okay. stay awake. I, I couldn't stand it. It was just... I, I don't... The fog, all right, just appears out of nowhere and they decimate Earth's army, but they've got these ancient-looking, like, current-looking ships, okay? Yeah. And you see no need for them. You know, what's the point? Why would they well, need they, that configuration? They did that to originally to blend in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I was thinking. Maybe. Maybe. And you don't blend in with a warship. You never <laughs> blend in with a warship. Now, it I, could have been more obvious, made the cells look like old pirate ships. They, that would have been <laughs> cooler. That would have been way cooler. <laughs> would have been working on Harlock more. <laughs> yeah. I think, I mean, the whole plot seemed designed to uh, show off cute little anime girls. Well, I kind of like the plot where they just totally cut off the different continents neat. from each other. I mean, there's no communications and there's no... I mean, they shoot down, they destroyed anything, any other naval ships... Uh, other planes or they whatever. They try to send up a satellite and, and get they, shot down. Yeah, so I kind of like that aspect where it's kind of like just 
totally, everybody's just totally cut off. Mm-hmm. They didn't know whether, like, well, this was basically based in Japan and Asia. They didn't know if the United States still existed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what was going on on the other side of the world. Mm-hmm. I, I don't... The only thing, I, and I was kind of start. I will admit, I was kind of starting to like, I don't remember what episode was the last one we stopped at. There's the two of the ship's AIs, and Haruna and Kishimoto, I think that's the other, I can't remember the other one's name, but they find this little girl who lives in a mansion all by herself, and I started to like the relationship. The one character was starting to almost become more human. Or she wanted to protect the little girl. And she was trying to understand humanity better. I liked I was starting to see a little bit of actual character development. Mm-hmm. But still. Yeah, I noticed that with the, um, uh, one of the other ship's mm-hmm. AI alien thing. It was getting all obsessed with the, the captain, captain of the blue yeah, steel. She was kind of, instead because they, they always describe themselves as a weapon, but after they go up against the IO four one mm-hmm. or four oh one, yeah, um, they seem to have a sense of humanity. Yeah, and they want to become more. They get more interested in humans than be, than just destroying them. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think it was horrendous. I, yeah, you I slept you, through every single I episode. I couldn't stay awake because it was for the last one that we so watched. boring. It was horrible. I, I, oh, I thought it was awful. I think that people in Japan now are just gluttons for punishment. They just want a story they can't that makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> this is why Attack on Titans doing so well is because they like a story that makes the people make no goddamn sense. The story, the plot, nothing. Oh, cool giant monsters, great, you know. Cool ancient looking warships coming at they us, you know. Glow. They glow and have little shields. I'm like, they get all auto neon. I mean, yeah. it just. No, it was just, oh, it was horrendous. It made me ill <laughs> to watch this series. The only character I kind of like is the teddy bear one that shows up later uh, as one of the AIs has to take over the body of a teddy bear. This <laughs> one <laughs> pissed off teddy bear, and too. That's only because it reminded me slightly of Afro Samurai with the giant teddy bear that guy. <laughs> because that, it reminded me of something cool. Instead of this horrendous catastrophe. Wow. Wow. So I give it. I give it a one. I. Uh, wow. It's certainly not the worst thing I ever seen. Um, it's. It was better than MD Geist, but um, most things are better than MD or Geist. Apocalypse Zero. But almost everything's better than Apocalypse Zero. I, I'm not rating this one high. It's a one for me, Carrie. I'll give it a two. If it might get better after the like five episodes that we watched. Yeah, I I don't care. <laughs> I will never get to see past the episode I saw. Oh, you can watch the whole thing. I'll watch the rest of it with you. I'm like you the, mean you'll sleep through the next episode? It's one of the best sleep aids I've had in years. <laughs> Steve, what do you give I'll, it? I'll give it a three. Like I said, it reminded me of Captain Harlock at the very mm-hmm. beginning, and that was kind of bad, but after that first episode, I did kind of develop its own story and I like to see where it goes. See, well, I almost think I would have liked it more if it stayed with the Harlock kind of thing. <laughs> see, I was like too much of a rip-off. I was like, Ugh. Yeah, the reason I, I see I your point on that. The but... reason I didn't give it a zero 
um, was because it did have a cool look to it. The animation is very sharp, yeah, and the, the the quality animation-wise is very, very good. Mm-hmm. So the ships, you can tell they, they kind of CG, but they're blended so well with the the rest of the artwork that they don't stand out or anything like that. So it did have that going for it. But um, no, not a winner for me. But, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe maybe it does get a little better. <laughs> maybe they all turn into teddy bear people. <laughs> so a one, a two, and a three. We just go right up the bottom of the, the ladder there. Uh-huh. All right, hang on a second. We'll be back with uh, the closing. everybody that brings it to a close your favorite music as always silence a little no Havana (laughs) bringing it up with Havana this is me dancing in a Havana way on a podcast on an audio audio podcast one of these days I'm going to get my phone in here and I'm going to video you doing that I'm going to post it on the website dancing yes Yeah. doing the ultimate white boy dance I break it down Carlton? You do something. I'm I'm sly like somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't ignore the crickets. Don't don't listen to them. But they're awfully loud. Yeah, whatever. All right, we have people to thank, don't Mm -hmm. we? Thank away, Carrie. All right, MA News Network Forum.dvdtalk.com and Wikipedia. Nice. A few different people this time, huh? <laughs> Mixing it up. Mixing up a little bit. Yeah. I had to go to Wiki to get some info on the smut. <laughs> <laughs> you like the smut? Yeah. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Um, well, as always, you can write in directly to the hermit himself, Mr. Bob, and uh, he will answer you. And that's www.hermitbob.com No, that's hermitbob at gmail.com Okay. The website is... allergy medicine has kicked in. Yes. The website (laughs) is www.hermitbob.com It's a good thing I got you two to straighten me out all the time. You know, I I don't know if I've ever said on this podcast that I appreciate all the work you guys do. He's drunk too. At the podcast. Really good allergy meds. Must be really good allergy meds. I want what he's on. (laughs) Yeah. He might have switched bottles of something else. I got some good allergy medicine tonight, yeah. That's why I was dancing the Havana so well. (laughs) (laughs) At least I imagined myself dancing. Yeah, you would definitely imagine yourself dancing Whatever. Okay, I forget it. I don't like either of you anymore. You can call it imagination. We call it hallucinations. (laughs) Whatever. Whatever. That's right. Whatever. (laughs) So, talk. Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, Facebook, Twitter. Twitter. Um, Mostly Facebook right now. Yeah, Hermit Bob's been trying to do a little bit more on Twitter just to keep. He's also been trying to do a bit more on Facebook too. 
Yeah. Just to kind of keep up with what's going on with the podcast, if we have any delays or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Then we usually post a note there with the holidays Mm -hmm. coming up. Yeah. Things get difficult. Yes. But, you know, if you you really want it out faster, there's always the donation page. (laughs) Yeah. Donations have a way of speeding us up quite a lot. Um, (laughs) And I believe that link is right on the website. Yeah, it's on the website. So can donate to Hermit Bob's anime podcast, or you can go to the, what, Gnome Home, right? Hermit Bob's Gnome Home on Etsy, or um, there's a Zazzle page where you get t-shirts and ties, you can even have ties with the gnome on them. You can get all kinds uh-huh. of fun paraphernalia. <laughs> so you can wear, you can show your gnome love at work. Probably fans out with there the with more <laughs> gnome stuff than us, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, I'm, I might have to purchase some of that stuff myself. Mm-hmm. You would look awesome with the gnome with silk the n- tie. Gnome silk tie, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> he was like, oh dear God. No, I thought it was the I know what I'm one. getting all my friends for Christmas. <laughs> a gnome Ooh, tie? Gnome I need to design ties. a bow tie that's got gnomes in it because bow ties are cool. Bow ties are cool. <laughs> all right, so we should be back in about two weeks mm-hmm. and uh, we will see you then. See ya. See ya.